The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. This is Marcus Aurelius, Book 2, Paragraph 16. The soul of the man does violence to itself, first and foremost, when it becomes an abscess and, as it were, a tumor on the universe, so far as it can. For to be vexed at anything which happens is a separation of ourselves from nature, in some part of which the natures of all other things are contained. Secondly, the soul does violence to itself when it turns away from any man, or even moves towards him with the intention of injuring, such as are the souls of those who are angry. In the third place, the soul does violence to itself when it is overpowered by pleasure or by pain. Fourthly, when it plays a part, and does or says anything insincerely and untruly. Fifthly, when, failing to direct any act or impulse of its own upon a mark, it behaves in any manner without a plan or conscious purpose, whereas even the smallest act ought to have a reference to an end, and the end of rational animals is to follow the reason and the law of the most ancient city and polity. Okay, so first of all, I just have to remark that the phrase, a tumor on the universe, is golden. <laughs> and it also would make a good uh, good insult. Um, but I think the muscle there is that um, uh, the way that cells are supposed to work in a body is that they work together. They're part of one system and they work in harmony with each other and they, uh, and you know, for the benefit of themselves and for the whole. But a tumor is working for itself uh, in a way that is destructive to the whole and disrupts the harmony. Um, and so, so he's saying here that, um, that the, uh, so he's listing here, I, I can't, I'm not sure if, if this tumor, uh, metaphor is, is intended to extend to all five things he listed or just, just the first one, but certainly in the first one, once you are, if you're vexed at something, meaning if you're, if you're frustrated with reality, so then you're kind of sectioning yourself off from reality and and claiming like your own uh, your own sphere when really in in reality you're 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 part of the whole. Um, I'm gonna quote. Uh, I just got, I guess because this has been on my mind since uh, Erev Yom Kippur. I'm gonna quote the same quotation from Einstein that I quoted in the uh, in my Sunday shir. He says a human being is part of a whole called by us the universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feelings, as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this portion, sorry, from this prison, prison by widening our circles of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. So I think that's a similar phenomenon that he's talking about where you, a lot of our, our emotional reactions and our thoughts are predicated on this like separation between ourselves and everything else. Um, so then after talking about that, uh, Aurelius goes and, and lists four other, uh, four other ways that the soul does violence to itself. One is, uh, when you are, uh, when you act or are tempted to act in, uh, in a way that's detrimental being Adam Lachavero, uh, to your fellow man. Third is when you're overpowered by pleasure or pain, right? When you're a victim, you allow yourself to be a victim of, uh, of those two uh, impulses. Fourth, when you when you are insincere, that's an interesting one that I think requires more thought, but uh, I don't have anything to offer on that right now. And then lastly, when you are acting without a, without a mark or a purpose. Um, um, and he ends off with this thing of, 
the end of rational animals. He says you should you should uh, make all your actions with a reference to an end. And he says, and the end of rational animals is to follow the reason and the law of the most ancient city and polity. So. I uh, I only discovered that my edition of Marcus Aurelius has commentary in the back uh, yesterday. Uh, I did not know it had commentary. So I, I, I do think that the words of Marcus Aurelius should be viewed on their own. But uh, he, he the this Farquharson mentions in his commentary, uh, he says, this is the first his first mention of the greatest sto of Stoic ideas, the eternal city, in capital letters, in which all outward differences of race, creed, station, and gifts disappear beside the power of reason, which enables men to live in equal communion with one another and the, and the gods. So I, I was not aware of that Stoic ideal. Um, and in fact, just the other day, I was remarking that um, that one of the things I think lacking in this society, at least lacking with, in clarity in our society, is there's no ideal of, uh, there's no equivalent of like a Yemos HaMashiach. You know, uh, but I guess the Stoics did have such an ideal, and I can't help but think to what we've been saying, you know, over the past, uh, well, uh, during the Asheris Mechuva of Uvchintain um, Pachtacha, you know, uh, the extended third bracha of the Shemona Esrei on Rosh Hashanah, you know, Mekipurim, where we all form Aguda Achas, Lasos, Ritzonacha, Believe of Shalem, you know, that we all form one society in harmony. Uh, but our ideal, though, is not the Stoic ideal of of merely being at peace with uh, the universe and, and, and with nature it's it's lasos rotonacha believe shalim to do your will with a full heart which in, in, encompasses seeking knowledge of god and in a manner which leads to emulating him and produces uh, a, a harmonious universe of chesed uh mishpat and tzedakah so um again just another difference between the stoics and uh and us <laughs>